Welcome to MCSO Behind the Badge, an inside look at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in Rochester, New York, under the leadership of Sheriff Todd Baxter. We're going to talk about what drives us, our leadership culture, our police work, and share some stories of the great deputies and civilian staff that work with us. We're going to talk with interesting guests, and we're going to invite you to engage in the conversation or just sit back, relax, and listen in. Now let's get in pursuit of today's show. Hey, welcome back, friends. Episode number 75 of Behind the Badge here in Rochester, New York. I'm Sheriff Todd Baxter, Monroe County Sheriff, uh, running an organization of about 100, no, actually about 1,000 people, right, Tiz? Yeah. It's, about 1,000 people. Uh, we uh, have multiple facets of law enforcement we work on. Uh, one of those is the Court Bureau. We secure the courthouses in Monroe County with some fine deputies, and I have one of them as my co-host, Deputy Tisdale. How are you? Hey, sir. Phenomenal. Glad to be here, especially in the occasion where we have oh, today. Oh, yeah. You know, Sheriff, I'm, I'm pretty sure you hyped up about this as much as I am. And, she, and the guest is hyped up. As yeah. you can see her, she's cheesing over here. So this is going to be a phenomenal show. And, guys, make sure you tune in. It's, it's, this you is know, a good you one. Got, you got it. It's a good one. Yeah, and it, you, you nailed it. I, I get excited about this program every week, but I get excited when we have real-world stuff. And this is real-world. Karen is real-world. is about as real-world as it's going to get, is about as transparent as it's going to get, and, and has a mission in life. And it's just taken off in front of my eyes. And So uh, with no further ado, Tiz, I'm going to introduce our Karen how are you I'm good Todd how are you doing, doing great prime time 585 <laughs> yes it, it, it should be like the bat signal up in the sky right now where, <laughs> right it's up we there do a lot. if people don't know who prime time is right now <laughs> I don't know where their head's been but it's way deep in the sand uh and I got to know you Karen uh, you know as you're working intensely on uh police community community police relationships especially with young people young mm -hmm. people of color uh, you challenge systems, but you do it in such a unique way uh, with with, uh, with the true, I think, spirit of love for our community. And, and, and so you're not shy. Uh, you don't hold back. But you, at the end of the day, I, I cannot ever say that whatever I see, hear, or you do is not in the end result should be love and in one community. So how about just a little bit about yourself, Karen, where you come from? And we're going to get way deeper. And I know you brought a couple of cool guests with you that right. we can dig into a little bit, too. Well, I'm, my name is Karen. Um, my background is actually an engineer. I'm a scientist. Um, I'm a big person who believes in STEM and science, technology, engineering, and math. I fell into the sports part because my son um, was a tremendous athlete at McQuaid. And actually, he was getting a lot of coverage. And I always thought it was unique that the other kids weren't getting coverage. So we just wanted to highlight kids. Awesome that weren't getting as much love as my son. Like, I was turning on the news. He was always on there. But there were always kids like, you know, a kid might take a charge and or add to the game. Might not have 20 points, but mm. might have nine rebounds, right. which is a part of the game. So we were a basketball platform at first. Then we moved to football. That's where I met these guys. Right. Moved to football. Once we moved to football, football is a unique sport, and you're right there on the sidelines. Like, you're... So you get a different, in basketball, you're not with the coach, but you're literally on the sidelines with the kids. So you get to know the kids, you interview them. And once I stuck a camera, Jordan's actually one of the first, <laughs> when we first started football, right. we went to U Prep. I mean, first, that was our first school. And Jordan was one of the first ones I interviewed. Right. Blew me away. He blew, he blew me away as a kid because when people see young black males, 16, 17, 18, they don't see these guys. Mm -hmm. um, that's not what they're seeing. So it was important to me um, that 
as prime time, we wanted to um, elevate our kids. Yeah, it doesn't matter the color. Right. So my background is a scientist, moved into education. Now we are actually one of the largest social media sports platforms um, in upstate New York. We get about twenty to 23,000 viewers every night to our show mm-hmm. from all backgrounds. Like, you're the sheriff and you've watched my show. Right, right. And we've had young kids, they're watching the show. So it's a platform that we take sports and we use that to talk tough topics. Right. Race, discrimination, poverty, crime, mental health. Um, because sports is the base for a lot of people. A lot of right. we, put, we put our jerseys on, we celebrate the bills. We have the, all that in common. Sports doesn't have a color. So when we so we use sports as that bridge to do black and white, policing, so on and so forth. So we use it in a unique way. Some people might not agree with my tactics because I don't censor <laughs> I don't censor kids. Amen. I don't censor kids. Right. Kids could tell me, say anything they want to me. Um, I will I, I feel like this is their platform. Mm-hmm. I'm just the medium um, and use our platform to be able to get them in front of the sheriff so that these are the people that you guys are policing more than me. Like, I mean, right. I live in Webster. I, I don't have as much issues with policing as a black male in the city. In the city right. yep. So I think it was important for them to see you Great. and understand that you are human and for you guys to see them and see them in a different light. So that's yeah. the uniqueness of what we do at Primetime and, and, and you did that with sports, but you did it with the platform of social media. You yeah. did it with right. your, your skill set. Obviously, you have a unique skill set. Uh, I didn't know the engineering background. That, that explains a lot. My son's an engineer. You guys are very methodical thinking, very, <laughs> very strategic. It's all planned out. Everything. Although, you know, that, that's beautiful. And then the STEM for especially people growing up in the city. Those, especially those especially, jobs, especially right? girls. Like, yes, it doesn't absolutely. matter the color of the girls. So I ran an engineering program for 20 years where we try to get more, yeah. more, more women, doesn't matter if the color, and more black and brown people into engineering. We were funded by the Department of Transportation for several years. And the goal was... To get more, so my background is chemical engineering. Mm-hmm. So as a scientist, I look at things. So everything we do, everything we, everything is planned. It is nothing is accidental. Right. Nothing I put on my platform is ever an accidental retweet. <laughs> no. Everything is methodical right. because that's how my brain works. Thus the engineer. <laughs> yes, the, they're well trained. So before we get into the two young gentlemen with us, uh, a couple things that you just hit on, I gotta, I gotta try and illustrate. Last week we had a program on here. It was to, it was called Battlefields to Ballfields, and it's a program that's teaching folks how to be referees, mm, right? And, right? And there's scholarships available because there's a lack of. I'm sure you know. Yeah. There's a lack of referees in every level of sports and every sport, uh, and they're using that at the veterans court. People that are stuck in the criminal justice system, veterans, uh, of getting them into these great jobs because you know veterans have they're they're naturally born to be a referee in a football game, right? <laughs> I mean they've been on the battlefield before, right? And that's a tough environment to be in. Uh, but that was one. And, but the, the gentleman that's running here in Rochester, uh, a former professional referee in the NFL, his father was my baseball coach at Jefferson High School. Wow. And we had that exact same, Karen, we had the exact same conversation. I couldn't leave the podcast while I explained to him 40 years ago how profound his father was in my life. I was a punk at Jefferson High School. I had long hair. <laughs> I didn't have any study skills. And there was a few people in my life. And ironically, I was just interviewing him last week on a social media platform Sports about his dad touched me role, as a coach. Coaches play a huge role yeah. in kids' lives. Like Isaiah Young, I'm the coach of these two young gentlemen. I reached out to him. I said, Isaiah, I want two guys to come with me um, on a show with, 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 with Sheriff Baxter. 
I want you to identify them. Well, one of them have to be Jordan Jackson. <laughs> That's the only criteria I had. Future right police officer, by the way. It says it on his resume right here. I wrote it down. <laughs> right away. He said Quantel. Quantel. He didn't think about it. So, That's But these awesome. are great, great. So guys. why don't we take a second and introduce them? Then, Tiz, you can jump right in. But mm-hmm. uh, can you introduce these fine young gentlemen? You that know what? Us? I love the fact that guys could speak for themselves. Amen. So Quantel right. and Jordan, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Give your accolades. Hey, um, Quantel Green Jr. from U Prep. Jordan Jackson from U Prep. Um, I played varsity for three years, and I'll be attending CCSU next year. Division one, Division one, you gotta tout that. <laughs> yeah, first, yeah, I'm the first Division one athlete to come out of U Prep. Out of U Prep in football, that's great. And wide receiver. Yes. Wide receiver. Yeah, I like the good. height on this guy. He was six yeah. one, almost six two. <laughs> in high school. What's your reach? Do you know? Uh, about eighty inches. Wow. Well, wow! He still can't good. guard. Oh. He still can't guard me on the field. Oh, really? Really? Like, we we not going to talk. Are you about the corner? That. Are you play corner or uh, what? No, free safety. Free safety. Oh, yeah. so he's got to worry about you too. Not only is he worried about your coverage, he's got to worry about Jordan, you where you are it. sneaking behind him. We used to go at it every practice. He couldn't stop me. Uh, but he made you better, right? He oh, made of you course. Better. He made you better. Well, Karen, you know, I want to ask you as well. Now, looking at these two young guys right here. Look like phenomenal talents, but the thing about it is, we all know Rochester isn't the biggest hub. You know what I mean? And how do you encompass the fact of getting these guys out there, getting an exposure? Because there are a lot of coaches that look at Rochester and they say, "Why would I want to go to such such a small base, such a small hub?" And they don't want to stop here or there to get on another flight to come here or there just to reach Rochester when they can go to a bigger destination. And you know, you're getting these guys visible. How do how do you bring them here? Well, the thing is, um, Isaiah Young, first of all, their coach, he does literally every camp. He brings them everywhere. He put them in the car. Quick story. These guys, for the sectional title, didn't even have transportation Mm -hmm. on the championship day. And all the coaches (laughs) threw them in their cars. And they're going out to play. Who do you guys play in for sectional, um, for finals? Um, Right. Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, yeah, Brighton. Brighton is Brighton. Yeah, I mean, they're going out to Brighton where these guys got massages before a game. <laughs> what? They're doing yoga. Our guys are barely making it. In they their, can't even get there. About the equality of stuff, right? Mm. So obviously That's Jordan beautiful. is a talent. Part of our platform, we're followed by 318 college coaches wow. on our platform. And one of the things we do is anything that they do, we promote. It's a major thing because you are right. They'd rather go to Philly. Right. There's no straight way to come to Rochester. Right. He is so right, and that's part of the issue. Jordan had to be special. Isaiah Young had to promote him. Right. And as a platform, we had to keep following the lead of his coach and all the other athletes sure. because it just he's right. It's it's hard to get a Division One scholarship out of Rochester. Rochester is really a small hub. So what he has accomplished. Yeah. Is phenomenal. absolutely phenomenal, well, especially a might have been overlooked school. just a few years ago. Oh because yeah, of, right. Especially a charter school that's only been in existence for seven right. years with a coach that's under the age of yeah, thirty. Be, you're taking you're taking these kids, these talents, and you're projecting them forward as opposed to waiting reactive people coming to us and hopefully they stroll through Rochester to see. I the, promote see the heck out of it. Yeah, you do. That's, so that's another <laughs> I thought I didn't think about before we started talking is how you're projecting these guys and their talents and their inner character. Forward to a coach like Tiz is saying. I mean, right. you don't you don't come you don't come down I ninety very often to, right. to do a talent search, but you're making them, or you're making it at least easy for for coaches well, to look at. Well, making us be seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, and that's important. But not only that, when I interview them after a game, I want 
people to see kids, doesn't matter the color. Mm -hmm. We've interviewed probably over 400 young kids. And I would say all of them are so special, so unique. They love to talk. And you see a different kid when you're interviewing them. And that's what I love more than anything else because their own character, like Jordan's character, literally, after I interviewed him the first time, I said to Gerard, this kid is going somewhere. Like Mm -hmm. you just knew right away that he's not going to be a statistic. Um, Statistically, as a black male in the city, he's supposed to, he has a better chance of going to jail than he did going to college. He made a choice with his parents. His coaches fought for that. It's not an easy feat to do this. So I, I, that's why I wanted them here. We got to promote greatness. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to acknowledge what what Karen just said. It's not easy, man. It's it's not fair either. But Mm -hmm. the fact is, Neither one is, is a false statement. Yeah, it's not easy true. and it's not it's fair, true. but it's the truth. And so we also have to champion, right, when we see greatness. And that's what I look at when you see you guys, and I see so many opportunities to, to illustrate greatness, and it gives hope to other people that are struggling also through the same environments. Karen, that's one of the things. And we're going to get off to these young men. I, I could talk to Karen. We should have done our own program just here. <laughs> <No. and they laughs> you know, that another advantage of what you're doing is, is promoting greatness. That's what I see, gentlemen. Right. I'm not blowing smoke up your family. Like I see people that persevered some of the, some of the toughest environments oh, yeah. uh, and, and are being very successful in that. So, a lot so, of distractions, especially oh, yeah, kids at that age. Yeah. We, we barely even had a practice field. Really. Yeah. 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 We didn't even have a practice field. It was either we was practicing at the Rhino Stadium or – the Marshall High School. Yeah, Marshall, Marshall. High School down. Like, or sometimes Shalot. Remember you yeah. guys had to do a Shalot for a couple of times and right. they did Marshall, which is not a great feel because mm-hmm. it's not even an existent school, right. so to speak. Yeah, you know, we let, when the winters get hard down here. Yeah. It, gets, <laughs> it, gets dark, it gets dark real yeah. soon. So Four like, o'clock, we gotta have, can't we get gotta, the lights on. <laughs> yeah, we can't get the lights when ain't no lights right. out there. We practicing in the mud. Right. Well, see, that's what I love, love about you guys, especially the way that, you know, you got you got all these different distractions, and you're keeping amongst things the grades, which is which is phenomenal for guys in the city. Uh, you know, GPA of uh, Jordan, three point one. That's phenomenal, brother, and you need to be commended for that, and you too as well, hey, hey, Quantel. Quantel beat him, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, I know Quantel, you guys got it going three, back and forth. It says three point two down here. Hey, let's get the football. Let's get the football. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just that that needs to be commended in itself. And you guys are doing a phenomenal job. And you're doing it the right way, not just on the field. You're doing it off the field, keeping yourself in good standing, keeping yourself grade wise in good standing. That's one of the more, one of the more important things, whether you realize it or not, that is important to yourself, not just as, as a football player, but as a as an individual into the community of Rochester. Mm-hmm. And Sheriff, I, I wish we had a platform like this when we were in school. You know right. what I mean? Some right. someone to voice us to get us out there. That's how important. This uh, prime time 585 is, and you guys are starting to get the accolades. And we talked offline, me and Karen talked offline as well, and the fact of, you know, with a vision of what, 20 plus, 20,000? You said 20, you get a day? A day. A day. A day. Todd yeah. Baxter watches me. I do. I do. I give you that little thumbs up thing. I know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah, on he social knows media. What he's doing. He, knows what he's doing. he watches me. Quantel, what. Uh, a junior this year, right? Going in? Yes, sir. Team captain. What, mm-hmm. What's your dream? Where, where are you going next? What, what, uh, what's your. Really, I'm trying to go D1. Trying to get some couple of looks, get a couple of copies okay. and stuff like that. Maybe right. right now. And uh, because the, the camera's rolling now and also we're recording. And then law enforcement for both of you, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think you said that a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recruiting. Always I'm always recruiting. Always recruiting. That's awesome. Well, good. Uh, in football, are you other sports? Uh, I play lacrosse, basketball. I run, I run track. Yeah. I did a little wrestling for a little minute. 
True athlete. So mm-hmm. um, I have a question, actually. I know this is not my show. <laughs> um, but lacrosse, how hard How hard was that for uh, a young black male in the city to do lacrosse? I didn't know you did lacrosse, Quantel. I didn't know that. I started my... I started back at East when I got to East. And oh, yeah, the Rocky program. Mm-hmm. Rocky Six well, program. Yeah. London Booker. Yeah. Yeah, that's my cousin. So Oh, I covered him. Yeah, yeah, so he was doing a little, he started a team out there. He was like, yo, you, you, you would like lacrosse since you like football so much. It's not that much, that big of a transition, football and lacrosse. He was you'll like it. He was like, just come out to practice. Just, you know, try it out. See if you like it or not. So I went out there. The first day of practice, I went out there. It was just like football with a lacrosse thing in your hand. Mm-hmm. Still was able to, you know, hit people, just shoot. <laughs> that's, that's what I like right there. Contact, the contact, contact right there. As soon as he said I could lower my shoulder and make contact, I was fell in love instantly. I'm like, yeah. That's, and now you got a stick it. in your hand. Yeah, I'm like, this is it. I was like, as soon as I get there, so I'm like, okay, so the, if I hit somebody pass. with this stick right here, I won't get in trouble. <laughs> you got it. Set it. Done deal. Yeah, you, just call, you just call defense. Mm-hmm. It's just defense. Defense. <laughs> I yeah. love it. That's a great story. I love it. But you know, Karen, also, we wanted to touch base on what, you know, some of your most recent efforts. Like you had, uh, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. That's something we want to talk about. And uh, also about a Thanksgiving Day thing you did. So we want to get that out there as well. So, Well, um, the, the mental health piece um, is because especially in with males, we cover a lot of male sports. I find that young males, it's hard for them to ask for help when they need help. And um, the suicide rate especially is much higher in boys than it is in girls and in males than it is in females. Because I think, you know, as a male, you're expected to always be strong, be good. Um, and I find that especially in young black males, they also, because there's a lot of different burdens with being young black male, um, just itself, right? So we started, a, um, we started It's Okay to Not to Be Okay because we wanted to bring things to light. Um, and some people, you know, some school districts didn't like it because they feel like if, if you say the word, oh my right, God, right. Hush, yeah. you said the word, <laughs> they're going to go do it. No, nah. like that's... It's, like, it's the truth it's a different, it though, right? It's a different age. Like, as young men, mm-hmm. you guys have your own struggles doesn't mean that you're weak, okay, right? No. I mean, yeah, everybody's different. Everybody's different, too. It's not like, okay, it's hard to... Dang, I forgot. I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> Dang. Well, yeah, everybody's but, an individual. Yeah, so I it's, like, it's like... Talk about what hurts me might not... Uh, not might, like, what's hard about, for me yeah. it might not be as hard for you, but that's not you. It's, it's me. Right. Correct. You know? Correct. Yeah. And, and then the Thanksgiving thing that we did, you prep took part in that also, Coach Young and his players, where we fed over 3,000 right. people, um, including the sheriffs. We actually had 87 um, teams in Section 5. The uniqueness of that was we could just give out a turkey. That was right. not what it was about. What that was about was to get people of backgrounds together. I'll give you a quick story. So one of the kids from Victor... Um, the, 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 the football team from Victor went and delivered food on Jefferson Terrace. Now, we're talking Victor, y'all. Let's keep it frosty on it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking Jefferson Terrace, right? So, you know what I'm saying? All right, so they walked up on the porch with the turkey and all the stuff. I love it. There's literally a sign on the door. Take your mother effing shoes off. <laughs> you come in my mother wow. effing house. <laughs> the kid from Victor's holding the turkey and all the stuff like, he don't know if you're taking shoes off. He don't know what to do. 
Should I not? <laughs> <laughs> so the lady came Leave to the, the turkey door. walk away. So it's like, it's like five football players. She came to the door. Uh, she barely got any clothes on. What y'all want on my door? What y'all want? Right? And they're like, oh, we're here to deliver. Oh, thank you, baby. Thank you, honey. Uh, like, oh it switched, but it was such Amen. a cultural right. thing. Yep. So it was to bring kids from the suburbs into the city and for people in the city to see. And law enforcement, we had a lot of law enforcement that took part. In actually doing it, um, I'll give you an example. Sandra Dorley, she also did it with her daughter. Oh wow! And and, and she went in and she did the deliveries. And some of the people that she delivered to, she actually prosecuted a couple of their kids. And the mother said, "But well, you sent my son to jail." And she said, "But did he have the gun?" Well, yeah, he kind of messed up. Like <laughs> so, you have those conversations right. that would not be typical. Right of those conversations. So the uniqueness is not just give away a turkey. Mm-hmm. Right. We want people to relate. We want to bring people, when you talk about yeah. race, Man. you got to bring people to you the table. Take it, take it. Please when keep you on talking. talk about race. I and people got some problems with, uh, about my how I do things, but I use youth. Mm-hmm. And the youth actually, they did, they went to their parents and said, we got to do this. Primetime said we got to do a turkey. We got to do it. So oh. it, it's the power of the youth, honestly. And that, that's a great force multiplier. In the military, we call that a force multiplier. So what do we use to multiply our abilities? The the youth, right? Who, who can argue with these men, right? Who can argue right. with these young no, men? No, Bob right? Duffy they're, actually They're reaching the, out to us. Bob How do you Duffy not extend the hand back to them, right? the best thing yeah. about primetime. He said Karen and her social media army. Right. And literally, what platform, let's be honest, what platform exists that have a Jordan Jackson, Quantel Green, the sheriff, right. the, the, the sheriff, the DA, and, um, you know, different. Like, there's no right. platform that will have kids, athletes, all on the same platform. Right. And that's the bridge of Primetime 585. And you have to be very, you know, we've, we talked race. We talked all these things. That you, you are so intentional. And you got to create intentional environments. This is intentional. You mean and these two gentlemen sitting across from me, this is an intentional act. This doesn't happen because we... Talk oh, about accident. it all the time. Yeah, people talk, 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 talk to stop. You are you and your, and your guys and your team are so intentional about making things happen. Those conversations over at Aquinas High School, what yep. two years ago now, yep. right? What there We've was a bunch six of, of yeah, those. That's intentional. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta almost beg people to show up because everybody's defensive. Everybody's in their little cocoons. Mm-hmm. Everybody's scared of each other, right? Uh, just like that door, the sign. Yeah. And then when those kids, I sure when they left that lady, they they could go in and eat dinner with her in two seconds and laugh and joke because. It was intentional. You made that intentionally happen. We have happen. to do that. Stop talking all the BS we hear all the time with all these politicians, blah, 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 blah. Stop. Uh, and, and that's and, why these guys are here. Yeah. Because I think it's important to give young people a platform. Like, they, when I said, you're going to talk to the sheriff, right? They're like, you know, we're talking to, yeah. And whatever you want to say to the sheriff, say to the sheriff. Yeah. Because he is policing you, mm-hmm. right? He a voice. That, and that's what we have to do. We have to give young people a voice in everything about their lives. They're 17 years old. They don't need me to talk for them. <laughs> They're quite fine. They could talk for themselves. And that's what adults are scared of. They're scared of giving kids the mic. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I give them all the mic and won't censor that. And you'll find that you'll learn more. When we did all those policing roundtables, yep. yep. I remember Fabian said, We've learned as an RPD, we've paid a lot of money sure. to a lot of organizations and people to have to see what black 
people are thinking or people of color and all these studies yeah, and all this I stuff. was just going to say that we study it. And we study, <laughs> we but study you brought it. young people. How we go break a little bread with someone that's yeah. different from you? We brought we young study people that of around 14, the table. 14 to 24, and they spoke for themselves and the things that came yeah, out. Amen. We get more out of spending that money on a coupon to a good dinner spot than me and uh, me and Jordan going out for a good dinner. <laughs> we learn more about each other than any studies ever going to tell us, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, be a police officer in three or four years. <laughs> He's gonna keep it up, y'all. He's gonna keep it up. So yeah, let, we can, we can it, slide back it. over here because I'm gonna, go we're, ahead, go ahead. we're gonna do our own show, Karen. We're gonna because you and I could go all day long. Uh, you know, so so we talk about you know Division One school. Jordan, mm-hmm. and congratulations. I've never done that, right? I, 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 I had to go in the Army. I didn't have much, right? So, uh, And that's because I didn't have Karens and I didn't have people setting me up. I mean, this is so powerful what she's doing. But So what after that, though? I mean, so the likelihood, let's be, let's be realistic, the likelihood of you guys making a living off of, off your great talents mm-hmm. as, as athletes, hopefully, God bless, it's there and if it's your dream. But if there's, a, if there's anything else, what else is in your future if, if sports don't work out? And God bless, I've I hope been, it does. I've been doing a lot of, like, carpentry. Like, my dad has been teaching me, like – putting in flooring, putting in roofs, like doing electricity and stuff like that wow. since I was like 13. So if football, really got schools, going to, going to school for free is really the, the goal. Right. So if the football stuff don't work out and the sports and all that don't work out, I'm going to probably get into like carpentry and stuff like that. That's beautiful. There's, there's tons of work. Yeah. I sort of want to get into the business field of it because I feel as if you can make a lot of money in business and stocks and all that different stuff. So I want to touch on that. If I'm not playing sports in a couple of years, I want to get into that. So is that, you're going to study business at yes at college. Good, yeah. And those are skills. You know, I I, I joke about it, and Tiz, don't get mad at me because <laughs> there's a reason why I'm a cop, and because I didn't have a lot of other skills. My, you know, I, I didn't have carpenter skills. You could be you could be rich right now if you're yeah, not a yeah. weld. You're see, not. A, also, I pay a lot of people money to come in and fix a faucet in my house. Yeah, right see, now. look, and then imagine something goes wrong in your house. You just right. like, oh, is this that? Oh, I could do that right there. Yeah. It's cheaper to pay for something yourself and do it yourself than to pay for it and then have somebody else come in right. here and do it then right. you got to pay them to come put it yeah. in and then all of that uh-uh. my dad what he did was he just told some people to come in here to do it and he sat there and, and watched them yeah. do it and then when he learned it he taught it to me so i don't got to worry about it and, and there's there's businesses out there we talk in, and you know we even talk to the uh, people that are incarcerated in our jail about giving them those skill sets there are so many great jobs out there in that skilled trades that a lot of us don't have. I'm talking personally, I don't have. I pay people to do these things around my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll go back to what you're saying, Jordan. I just That's an evolving world so fast. <laughs> Business is evolving from us. I'm just trying to keep up with Bitcoin and what's going on in that <laughs> world, right? Like, what the, is there money I'm missing on the table here? What should I be doing with Bitcoin and stuff? But, uh, you know, what, what, drew, what drew you towards the business? I mean, just do you have someone uh, that you're, is mentoring you that or are you just interested in, in the finances side of the house or? It's really just been my whole life just watching businessmen that didn't, they, they weren't the most talented, they weren't the smartest, but they got into the business field and they made a way. And it was, it was easy after a while. Once you learn the business side of life and how to negotiate deals and stocks and invest in those, you can have an easy life. Yeah, and I like what you guys are doing. I mean, and the sheriff brought up a great point, the fact of, you know, you always got to have that that beyond thought process and you guys have just said it right there you know because you know what you get, everything is a platform to build to where you want to go and you know right now with the prime time 585 that's just one of the platforms that's helping you get to that next level and the next level is the college like you said free college that's that's phenomenal if that if you guys can get that in there and you use that to build yourself to the next level whether it be nfl whether it be any other sport but you guys are on a phenomenal path 
And, you know, I love the way these guys are keeping your head. And we talked about it earlier, the fact of all the distractions out there. And that's one of the main things, you guys, and keeping your head straight. So how do you keep yourself on that, that straightforward pace of saying, you know what? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure at your age I had distractions as well. But how do you? And how do you keep them all up? I would say a good supporting system because we're not going to sugarcoat it. Me and him, we live in the city. We don't live out there with just, we can just go play football. We come home to the city, there's shootings around the city. You got people that drink, smoke uh, on the street, all the corners. So it's really a support system of having your parents, close friends to lead you in the right way. Coach Young being a good backbone to win a, being a voice for me, keeping my head straight. So it's really just, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially, shout out to Coach Young. He says he say it all the time. We put the student before the athlete, student athlete. So make sure your grades right academically. Parents too, parents making sure you're getting right in the classroom and everything, supporting you. If you ever need something, you know, it's good to have that behind you. I love it. I love it. Karen, it Karen why don't we bring Coach Young back on? I want he Coach <laughs> I Young we right out there. We want to come out there. I want the, listen, yeah. he, he wanted, we ran out of microphones. Coach <laughs> Young is literally. Yeah. I see. I've seen him change an entire culture of that school, and what he has created was so impressive as a basketball, as a football coach. Mm -hmm. But he's not just a coach; he's literally like the uncle, the Absolutely. older brother. <laughs> Absolutely, he he he's like always encouraging. Yeah, so I like, and, and I don't think he's even thirty years old. Right, <laughs> like, literally, like lives he's influenced already. Oh my! And coaches play an important yeah, part in these kids' lives, and and you know we have to. I always say I believe in promoting people and people that's doing positive things. That's a that's a major thing for me, especially what he just said. They go home, they mm -hmm. pass shootings, right, drug right. deals, all of this stuff. If they don't have that positivity yeah. at the school, at the coaching level, picking them up, dropping them off, doing things like this, they don't. They, they're different kids. You're actually going to be having them in your yeah, jail. No, absolutely. You know what absolutely. I mean? You're going to be at the court bureau watching their names, and that's why. When I say, when I told Amy, I said, I got to bring two guys. I got to bring yeah. two kids with me because I think it's important to push back. It's important to push on back. On the narrative. On, yeah. Yes. Yeah, on, especially on young black yeah, males. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. For everybody. And, and in particular, you guys are influencing other young men right now, I'm sure. Uh, other coaches, when they, 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 you know, that's a tough job and there's, they're, the drama's dragging on them and they hear, you know, how successful they are being influencing young men and young women. Uh, you know, to police officers listen to this program about, you know, the one community thing. And, and uh, we're not that far apart, man. We're, we're just not that far apart. And people want to tell us we are. Uh, but we got to be intentional about breaking down those barriers, right? we got to be very intentional. But I'm sure once we shake hands, once we break a little bread, once we laugh, once we sweat, maybe cry a little, uh, we're all humans. And, and all the time, we, we, I don't care who's yelling at me. <laughs> all I can do is break bread with them sometimes or do a little, do a little task with them, and, and you'll find some commonality. Um, Guys, this has been a half hour. This is a half hour program. This is this. I don't have the money primetime does to do run programs. All day. <laughs> balling over there. <laughs> balling over there. Primetime uh, for a reason. Prime you know? <laughs> but, uh, we do. Uh, it is my show, so I get to the end of the program with a thing called the No Miranda Zone. If you're familiar with Miranda warnings and you've seen on TV, you have a right to remain silent, mm -hmm. right? This is the opposite. You don't have. That right. So you got to answer my questions. No Miranda zone. So we just finished up a little bantering. I'll throw out a couple questions. You sure. guys just answer off the top of your head. Uh -huh. uh, you know, so we'll make it an easy first one. Jordan, favorite candy bar. What do you, what, you know, if you're going to get that sweet. I'm a Snickers guy. Snickers guy. Good. <laughs> Mr. Green. Oh, oh it was me. Yep. Reese's Buttercups. All right. Oh. I like them so far. Karen. Heath bar. 
Heath. Heath. Never heard. Yes. <laughs> Never heard. No, you took the words right out of Mr. like, that Bar. comes with age. <laughs> Heath, really? Yeah. Wow. That's, my That's old school. Don't try to age me. Don't do that. All right, guys. Let me see. Name one song you love the minute you hear the favorite, well, your first couple notes of that song. It got to be an old school song. Yeah, old school song. Probably Here and Now, Luther Vandross. I like that. I love that. Probably Al Green. I love a lot of Al Green. These guys love the old school stuff. That's good. That's good. I love it. I love it. Anything with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah, that's Anything. another one. Yeah, that's, that's good. That, 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 Gerard, Gerard <laughs> is a big Earth, Wind, and Fire I'm guy. Calling, Anything with I'm Earth, calling, Wind, and Fire. I'm calling some gentleman right now. <laughs> Heath Byron, Earth, Wind, and Fire for Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right, we'll finish up on a real easy one. We'll start with you, Karen. If you're going to binge watch a TV program, uh, uh, what's your favorite all time oh, show? Oh, that's, that's easy. That's easy. Law and Order. Yeah? I Law love Law I didn't order. know that. I love all of that. I go. love it. I could watch it over. It's the opposite. I can't go home and watch anything police related. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Of course not. I, I want to laugh. That's a, gentlemen, <laughs> favorite all time uh, show? I really don't watch TV. Like oh, good. Yeah. All right, favorite I'm YouTube music. show. I'm more of a music <laughs> okay. person. Uh, I'd have to say Power. I just got into the whole TV thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. <laughs> I love it. And then, uh, Karen, I'm just going to – two things i got to say to you. One, I, I adore you. I love what you're doing. I love what your whole, your whole spirit is. Uh, I love that you're, you brought two young gentlemen to us and, and allow us to spend some time with them. This is what the community is all about. Stop all the BS. I'm going to say it for a second. Stop all the BS. It's not easy. It's not fun sometimes. But, man, you are pushing the envelope. And, and, and we joked about money and all that earlier. But – there's nothing you're doing for you. You are just a wonderful human being, Thank you very and much. you don't have to be doing a quarter of what you're doing and uh, and what you're championing. Uh, if, if we had 40, 50 people in our community doing what you're doing, we'd be utopia, I think. Uh, yeah, that, that's one, most definitely. Yeah. So congratulations on what you're doing. Two, I I, I got to challenge you though. If you're gonna get up on the hill and and, and talk about <laughs> snow skiing, you, you just might have to put the boots on. That's all. <laughs> thanks for joining us thanks for sharing a little bit more about who you are i learned a lot about you and I, i've known you for a couple of years i'll learn more gentlemen uh outside of law enforcement and all that others is your dream uh we, we wish the best for you yeah you are definitely. a great example for all of us uh including a a 57 year old white cop right <laughs> so that's that's what we're all about breaking bread laughing together joking together and we learn so much from each other yeah and, definitely. Uh, and tiz i didn't do a plug real quick plug for your your podcast oh he, yeah he has so, his own podcast. since He's you're a prime prime time 585 i also got a i have a podcast that i do personally in this uh called still a nation so Oh, Still a nation life. So we do a lot of stuff with, you know, we interview a lot of athletes out there, NFL athletes, which is kind of cool. So, you know, maybe offline we'll talk. But, yeah, okay. a lot of things going there. And hopefully I hope to see you guys on Sundays in yeah, the NFL. Yeah, we're going to be something. Yeah. Definitely going to be mossing him on Sundays in a couple of years. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys. Of course. And thanks, thanks for having, having us. us. God bless. Until next week, folks, stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of MCSO Behind the Badge. In between episodes, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monroe Sheriff NY. Until next week, be safe.